Hey everybody, you found at the Loftus party so much to talk about. So much to get sidetracked with. This grand experiment of a podcast is so much fun. Uh, this is going to be my last broadcast from the East Coast for a little bit. I'm going to go back to Los Angeles for a while. I'm going to be bebopping back and forth. I'll I'll let you know where I am. You'll never figure out where the Liberty Gypsy is because they are <laughs> they're always moving their camps. Right. Right. Yep. Moving around. I actually, I actually, was, I actually was at a festival yesterday uh, here locally, and they're starting because the weather's warm, and so there's music in here and all these little towns, and and they're fun to go to, right? And they had one vendor there that had this huge metallic sign, like old style, like you used to see with the light bulbs coming out of it. Right? Yeah. That said Gypsy. I so badly wanted to buy it for the wall. In my I office. hope you took a picture. Oh, it was great. It was great. It's actually a company. I'm going to look them up online, but I thought it was wonderful. I have like so I have just so owned this nickname you gave me that it just cracks me up. There's wonderful stuff out there. You wonderful. you go you just look up Gypsy. Uh, you do a Google search, go under images. You've got so much to choose from. Mm -hmm. You've got so much to, to choose from. Yep. Oh, and I can happily announce uh, thank you, Liberty Gypsy, that we got the, the trademark and the copyright on the Flying Tiger logo. I get more love for that thing. I oh, my gosh. And this is exciting, too. Holy smoke. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I, I get a lot of compliments on the flying, the, the fire-breathing tiger. I love that. We got to animate that. That's the next level of that thing. <laughs> Have him jumping across the web page or something. No, jumping no? forward. It like you see a creature in the distance, and you're like, "What the heck is that?" You come forward, and it's like, "Oh, that's a tiger!" And then it jumps in the air, and like right as it reaches the apex of the jump, ba boom, the wings come out like uh like the Pegasus from TriStar Pictures. Oh, and there then you're you like, go. Oh, you're like, "Oh, this is a cheap effing ripoff of TriStar Pictures." That's when the tiger breeds the fire. It takes up the entire screen, fade to black, roll credits. Now we're in. There Boom. you go. It's going to be awesome. Love it. Love it. Love totally it, love, love it. it. I got big ideas. I got big ideas. But yeah, you're all set for like gypsy artwork and stuff like that. Yep. Okay. So the big story, I think, in my mind, uh, that is much overlooked by everybody, but it's something that all Americans, I think, agree on, is this whole selling our browser history, how Congress, like, I don't need, it, it sounds terrifying. It sounds terrifying that they can just like, I, I guess you've agreed to the terms and services of, of Google or whatever uh, search engine you use, but I guess that's cool now. No, it, it, it wasn't okay for a while. And from everything I've read, it appears the corporate lobbies um, definitely had an influence on that. And those wonderful Republicans we elected to Congress let it happen. Now, on the upside of the whole Internet thing, I did read this this week. The new head of the FCC is rolling back some of those ridiculous net neutrality provisions, which makes me very happy. But this whole idea that my browser history can be sold for corporate purposes, I mean, how much junk email do we already get? Uh, really? And I tell you what, if if they start if they start advertising to me mm -hmm. for what I'm looking at on the Internet, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> I'm oh. in big trouble. <laughs> OK, like, this OK. Is not, this is there's no way this ends well. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If they start shipping you free samples, it's really over. Well, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. <laughs> that will be. I'll take that on a case by case. <laughs> Electrified nipple clamps. What? <laughs> I don't need these. It, it, it's not. Uh, I looked at them because I was curious, not because I wanted them. I was. It was for an article. It was for an article. I'm not into that, by the way. Let the record show. See, that would be one that, like, you look at it on the internet, and then you get a free sample of, I, I'm not into that whole uh, pinchy, pinchy nipple thing. So yeah, just, like, no, no. I just want to say that. And if you are, that's cool. That's great. Good for you. I celebrate you and your unique freaky-deaky uh, personality. However, not a cup of tea. Nope. So, I, but however, I, I don't want... Uh, I mean, I know advertisers already are and on Facebook and stuff and yada, yada. It's just 
uh, extremely, I think it's dangerous. I don't I, like it at all. And why would, is it, is it just money? Is it just corporate money coming in and saying, hey, guy, you want to get reelected? Mm-hmm. Let's let this one slip through. You know, I think, I think too, it's, uh, well, it, it is all about money when you stop and think about it. And there is huge monetary value in these lists for people like Google, like Safari, like all of them. Um, even Facebook and even Twitter to some degree, um, to sell these to corporate entities. I mean, that is, that is, lists like that are like gold, you know? How much more data do they need? You know, that's a really good question. Here, one of the things that I love about America is that I can just travel around anonymously. Mm-hmm. Like, I can just go from New York to Ohio, to California, and all points in between. I don't have to show, I mean, like, I'm just anonymous. I can go and just bloom wherever I'm planted. I, I don't I don't like being tracked. Has this happened to you yet on your uh, iPhone? Where, uh, and I, I apologize if, if we've already talked about it on the show, this happened to me a few months ago, where I, I, I get up in the morning, I shower, I have my coffee, and I'm getting ready to head into work, and my phone just kind of uh, turns itself on, and like this little maps thing, this little notification is like, hey, you're uh, 14 minutes away from work. Traffic is light. What? I'm not even kidding. <laughs> no, that has never happened to me because I turn location services off on my phone. Well, yeah, my locations I thought were off as well. However, this thing and then it just like it knows it's like Santa Claus. It knows when I'm sleeping and it knows when I'm awake and it's figured out that, oh, he gets up every morning around this time, and then the phone travels to this location, and he stays there for about 10, 12, 13 hours a day, and then he comes back. That must be work. So it's just kind of like this little AI is like, hey, good morning, Mike. Traffic's light. You're going to get there in about uh, 12 minutes. No, no, no. Well, maybe it's just that I am so scattered and don't have a regular schedule like that that I've never seen it. But that's Your phone terrifying. can't figure you out my because you're such a gypsy. It's like, I don't know. You're probably casting a spell or some shit now. Yeah. No, my phone my <laughs> phone has no clue. what I, half, the day when I wake, half the time when I wake up, I have no clue what I'm doing today. So I'm sure my phone hasn't figured it out yet. Your one-eyed death curse is almost ready. Traffic is light. You and the caravan should make it to the next campground in about 12 days. Awesome. No. no. You've got five gold doubloons in your hat, and your new earring arrived, and here's a new scarf. Traffic is light. <laughs> Traffic is light. That's awesome. And it's only going to take you 12 days because you're riding a horse. Yeah. The horse needs shoes. Traffic is light. <laughs> Traffic is. is heavy. The constable's coming. There's people with pitchforks. You should probably leave the village. Oh, my God. What it is, Michael, is, 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 is your phone is figured out. You're just very predictable. I guess I am. I guess you I need guess to I fix am. that. My phone is about to have a giant monkey wrench thrown into it. <laughs> my phone is about to go across the country. There you go. It'll be totally oh confused. Oh, my God. So uh, the other one, and I'm like, I'm trying to stay focused here. I, I, the fun, the fun for me is to like, uh, like lose focus and just go where it takes you. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know how much fun that is for the listener, so I'm going to try a little bit more structure uh, this week. Sleepy eyes, Chuck Todd. That's Sleep- his nickname. Donald Trump gave him the kablammy. Donald Trump threw it down. Sleepy eyes, Chuck Todd. Does he really have sleepy eyes? Yes, he does. Does he? Now, I am I'm seriously, I'm I'm usually not the last person, but I'm one of the last. I don't like going after uh physical characteristics, sure. right? I don't like going after somebody because they're they're heavy or they're skinny or sometimes I'll go after haircuts cuz that's like your choice. Like I know a couple weeks ago I was going after uh, Angela Merkel. <laughs> but for like that bitch that known a mirror <laughs> or aren't there good hair dry- however you can change that uh, but yeah sleepy eyes t- I think it's a great one I think it's perfect how does he do it he just you know maybe this is just a skill he's developed in his entire career in business um, I'm not really sure but he did it all through the election with things that I seriously stuck yeah I wonder if he does it to his friends I wonder if like he just like it's a fun thing like a comedian will do like if somebody says something I'm like hey what's going on with you pantsuit lady like you just go off your first instinct you look at her and you go hey what's happening olive oil you just 
you just, you just go, go with it. Yeah. Hey, what's up with you, Sailor Pants? Hey, what's up with you, uh, uh, lady with a hat looks like a shoe? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, it it kind of eyes Chuck Todd is wonderful. Kind of making those comparisons backfired on Bill O'Reilly this week, though. Did you see that Wait freak out? Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. I it know. Was everything, it was everything I could do, and I'm going to come back to Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd. But he was right. Totally he right. Was right. She has a James Brown wig, uh-huh. and that was hilarious. Oh, my I God. I celebrate that. I, you know, I'm not the biggest Bill O'Reilly fan in the world, but that was, like, spot on. And again, back to your Angela Merkel comment. She can change the wig. Yeah. Yeah, you can buy a new wig that doesn't look like that. But, oh, my God, it was blown up into misogyny and racism and everything else. I'm like, no, she just has a fugly wig. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> has know? anybody done, has anybody done like a GIF of or some kind of video of her, Maxine Waters, coming out to the microphone and just do James Brown's voice? I haven't seen Ow! that one. I haven't I Come on, somebody's got to do it. I haven't seen that one specifically, but I've seen a lot of other ones. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it seems like they're going after Bill O'Reilly again. Well, I mean, specifically with this thing, they sure did. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, my God, this is like the perfect example of why you guys lose. This is such a nothing burger, such a nothing burger. And you're trying to turn it into something huge that shows bigotry and everything else. No, she just has an ugly wig. That's all. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to go back to, I mean, for me, the atomic bomb and all of this was when Ann Coulter was on the Comedy Central roast. Oh, yeah. And she was called, like, a, a C word, like, 16 or 19 times. So let's not pretend this is remotely, like, really? Like, you're now now you're gonna stand up that's that's the boring part of the whole thing uh of it all because it it only works one way yeah oh so anyway with uh with sleepy eyes chuck todd which is a great nickname somebody showed a clip uh from a a few years ago when when trump was doing a phoner with uh chuck todd Mm -hmm. and chuck todd comes on and he's like uh so uh uh on the line we have presidential candidate uh uh, Donald Trump, who wants to talk about these new poll numbers, and Trump just—and this is what I love about Donald Trump. So, uh, so Donald Trump, he wants to talk about these new poll numbers, and then Donald Trump's—I don't want to—I don't even know what poll you're talking about, and and I didn't call you. You called me. Mm-hmm. You've called my. How many times have you had your assistants call my office? Forty, fifty. You asked me to be on the show, and now you're making it sound like I'm calling you because I want to talk about these poll numbers. That's really not fair, Chuck. It's really not honest, and I really think you'd get better. And it was just awesome. Just took them to school on live television. It's fantastic. <laughs> and 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 if if people don't understand, that's what everybody loves about Donald Trump. Then, uh, God help you. But that's one of the things that I love about the guy. Just absolutely love about him. Just boom. Just blew him out of the water. It was great. No, it, it, he definitely has the ability to do that. And and especially with some of the coverage that he gets in the media, you know, I kind of got completely lost this week because I was so bored by it with this whole Nunez stuff. So I can't even really comment on that. But I mean, it's just it, the way that he comes back at the media and then what they're willing to have a heart attack over. Right. Like uh, one reporter was in the um press conference with Sean Spicer and they were going back and forth and he asked her to stop shaking her head. Oh, we scream racism and misogynism again, right? But then yeah. we have these these undercover folks with Center for Medical Progress in California being charged with 15 felonies and nobody in the left media stands up. If that had been an undercover democratic or progressive group, you never would have heard in the heard the end of it. But we get all upset about Sean Spicer saying, please stop shaking your head when we have these two people being charged with 15 felonies for doing investigative reporting. Oh, it's this insane. is the uh, the baby parts people. Yes. Yes. Now. Now. Yeah. Let's let's give some time to this. Like, what are the what are they charged with? Like not telling people they were on camera. Is yeah. that like a felony? Well, there is a, there is some laws in California about dual party consent if you're going to record something, but multiple court cases, even in the state of California, say when you're in a public place like those women in a restaurant, 
the the tape that they did where they were at lunch with these women from Planned Parenthood, you have no yeah. expectation of privacy when you're in a restaurant. So the expectation of privacy has been applied very differently in these court cases. The AG of California is taking these people to task because he doesn't like what they videotaped. But in California, we had undercover investigators investigating abuse of ducks at duck farms, abuse of chickens at chicken farms, you know. Yeah. No problem there. Those people aren't being aren't being persecuted for, you know, having the the employees of those organizations talk on camera. But because this showed something really so crazy, and it is unedited, folks, you can find the whole video, so that deceptively edited is not correct. These folks go in to do it for something that the left completely agrees with, and now we're going to charge them with 15 felonies. I mean, it's just so here's, it's insane. Here's where you got to give credit to the, the people on the other side. The, the, they've muddled it. They have muddied the water so so much. I couldn't even tell you. Was was Planned Parenthood selling baby parts? Yes. Okay. So let's focus on that. Let's get these kids uh, who did this video a really really solid defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know who is. I don't know who's their lawyer. I don't. I, hopefully, there's a GoFundMe or something. Yep. Uh, we got to figure out if these people have good lawyers, uh, and then just. Are you allowed to sell baby parts? No, and that's why they stopped when they were caught. Okay, so once again, I would try to refocus our energies on that. Yes. That's a, you, you lose sight of what we're really talking about here. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's the, the wonderful thing of you know, smoke and mirrors. And it's the same thing with the, with the whole Russia thing. Like right. no one can tell you uh, what, what the crime what – what is the crime? What happened? What are you alleging happened other than they hacked the election? They hacked the election, and they're messing with our democracy. And these kids, they took pictures of someone without their consent in an Applebee's in Fresno. Like, what? hold on, hold on, hold on. Were they selling uh, baby parts? And that's, and that's the other great giant smoke and mirrors thing with, with Planned Parenthood altogether. I have given this a lot of thought because my job is to – Make this stuff funny, and uh, you know we've we've talked about Planned Parenthood and stuff before, and I, I really don't find a lot of humor in in killing uh, a baby. No, I don't find any either. What I find humorous, or not even humorous, but very frustrating, is the number of flat out lies they put in the public sphere to try to justify their existence and justify their government funding. So I was super happy this week when Vice President Mike Pence broke a tie, right, and said, we're going to give Title X family planning funding back to the states. Because you know what that means? That means that California can continue to fund Planned Parenthood to its heart content with those funds. But states that maybe don't want to do that, like Wisconsin, who's already voted in Texas, don't have to. You know what I want to do? What do you want to do? Just like completely shift the 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 focus the discussion all this stuff like Planned Parenthood how many mammogram machines do they have none so there you go now you can so if you listen to this podcast and you, and if you watch the TV show but let, let's just get that that's the message anybody who's fooling themselves and and of course I, I, I I'm 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 here talking like a dictator like I know all the facts when I literally I literally just asked you a question about the facts but like <laughs> They kill babies. That's that's the business they're in. Yep. They make a lot of money uh, because having a kid uh, is inconvenient. Mm-hmm. And and to me, uh, like seriously, if <laughs> I was thinking about this last night about doing a bit on stage about it, I just don't think it'll ever work. But here's here's the. It's not like a joke, but like they always say they, they go to the hypothetical of like, well, what if the mom's gonna die? What if the, the mom's going to die and you have to pick uh, between the mom and the baby? Don't you kill the baby then? Then my joke was, no, you let the baby live because the mom's a freaking murderer. <laughs> right? Oh, God. We know that the mom grows up to consider murdering somebody. So actually, I'm thinking about hooking her up to life support and letting the baby live because that's a fresh start. Yeah. That would be the joke. Yeah, no. And in reality, that is such a medical um non-issue it's just not even funny 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 like it never happens. Never it, happens. Like, the percentages of that happening, but th- that's always their first line of defense. Well, their second line of defense. The first line of defense is, oh my gosh, uh, ma- you don't want women to have mammograms. You don't want women to have pap smears. You don't want women to get tested for cervical cancer. I'm like, that'd be awesome if you did that. <laughs> Well, that and they do so great. They do do. And you some... should read. You should change the name of your organization. Then it should be like Women's Health Clinic. Exactly. And they do do some testing, but as soon as they see a problem, they refer you out to a real doctor. Right. You said do do. I know. Um, I said do do again. Yeah. You said what they do do, and oh. it just makes me laugh. So I have to point it out. <laughs> there you, you go. You said do do because I'm an I'm an eight year old. Uh, yeah. Heart. That they you look into Planned Parenthood and the, oh wow you're pregnant. You should have some vitamins. They do that. Uh, here's you, some condoms. Here's the room where you'll recover after. Your, it's right. if they if they were actually doing women's health stuff, they would have a leg to stand on. Well, and it's oh, you're pregnant. You need some vitamins, and to go see a doctor that deals with that. They do no prenatal prenatal care either. Exactly. So yeah, I mean the whole idea. Oh, Planned Parenthood, women's health care. You provide no health care you provide a limited amount of testing and abortion and and isn't isn't what uh, obama did with obamacare by making health care affordable for everybody doesn't everybody have a family doctor they can do- go to now didn't obamacare make planned parenthood obsolete that's pretty much what i thought was supposed to happen but apparently that hasn't come to fruition and and more good news this week one of the one of the last large insurers in 144 markets is pulling out of the Obama exchanges at, as of 2018. Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's going to be a mess. In like, in like 74 of those markets, they were the only one. And this is the other great trick. This is like – this is great. This will be like the theme, the smoke and mirrors show. Mm-hmm. Like Elizabeth Warren is running around and, and other people on the left talking about Donald Trump and the Republicans – want to uh, smack the health care plan out of your hand. Like, this is a relatively new thing, everybody. Like, we haven't had socialized medicine in this country ever. We have survived from 1776 till Obama and Pelosi passed this horrible piece of legislation without it. We've survived. Yes, and we I don't have. remember I don't remember tens of thousands of people dying in the streets. I simply no. don't remember that. However, Insurance companies, uh, they they do play fast and loose with the oh well. I know you said you were insured for this, but now you got that, and we don't cover this, so you're on your own, which is horrible and criminal and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it's almost I, I it's 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 amazing. It, what amazes me is like once you give the public something like this, it's impossible to take it away. It's just impossible. Well, and, and I mean, the polling on it is just so crazy when you take a look at what public opinion on the program is. It, 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 like, it, it, is the, it is the biggest moving target I have ever seen. Like, most people know that this thing needs to change fundamentally, but they're, like, used to it now, and there's so much fear injected into the conversation that they go, well, we should just make it better. You can't make this system that was created better. It's not going to be better, Um, you know, with all of the taxes and the redistribution of income and the reliance on younger people signing up for really expensive plans that they don't need to fund older people. Yes, insurance works that way to some degree, but the degree to which Obamacare relied on it is just ridiculous. So we can't fix Obamacare. We need to do something different, (laughs) completely different. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. God, Lord knows, I don't know what the solution is, but uh, well, let's try let's try something else. Well, Donald Trump says they're now working on it. Still, I love, that. So. I love that. I love that. Keep going, guy. Like, why can't you do two things at once? Well, you why can't think? you? Well, because they work for government. If they'd ever worked in the private sector, they'd be used to doing like ten to twelve things at once and having that to was keep the track other, of them all. That was the other big thing. Like, there was like this breaking story. Trump's cabinet's rich. Look at that. That guy's worth millions. That and I love how they like eh, eh, like they really thought they were going to get some traction with that and everybody's like, "Yeah, that's uh-huh. what he said he was going to do. I want to have really successful people, you know, really successful business people helping me run the government and we're going to fix this mess." 
right. I, yeah, because nobody in Obama's staff was really rich. Are you kidding me? It's yeah. only a problem when a Republican does it. That's just the rule. <laughs> That's just the yeah, rule. Yeah. It's only a problem if a Republican does it. Yep. That is... It, that is... I'm actually writing that down. Because <laughs> that is true. And that that's what I'm finding out with uh, with with the TV show. It's only a problem if a Republican does it. Well, and you know, I I'm a fan of your TV show. I'm a fan of your your political satire and, and comedy. Right. What I find most interesting about that particular bias is you are not a bomb thrower. Exactly. You don't. You don't. Um, I'm playing so nice, it's stupid. You play so nice, it's stupid, and you are literally giving a perspective about individual freedom, right, and less government. You don't even get into the personalities and ridiculousness of some of what goes on on the far progressive left, right? You literally keep it with concepts and ideas without getting personal for the most part, though you did make fun of Bernie and Hillary, and they both deserved it richly. But, I mean... You know, these other comedies, right, when you look at Bill Maher and you look at Trevor Noah and you look at all these ones that clearly come from the left, that's how they're designed and that's how they're supposed to be. They get personal, they get nasty, they get foul, I mean, and it's okay. And here you are literally trying to make people be funny first because a lot of what these folks do isn't even funny. It's just rude. You're like literally living by the ideology of be funny first. And because it doesn't embrace what would be considered, you know, progressive ideas, more government, bigger programs, save Obamacare, it's not okay. And and that's what I find most must, distressing about it. And must be silenced. It's every week I, I think I have my head wrapped around the problem. I go, okay, I know what I can do. I know what I can do. And and it is uh, – it's, it's crazy. However, in the good news department mm-hmm. – we film in Long Island uh, on Kevin Can Wait, and people are seeing the show. Like, we're on in – there's a, a station in the Hamptons. That are you kidding? Flipside at like That's... 1.30 in the – at like 1.30 in the morning on Saturday night, and these guys, they came up to me, and it's crazy. This guy on the crew and another dude on the crew, they come up to me, and like they've got that look – that kind of like uh, like we're part of the French resistance or they're looking to make a drug deal and they come over to me and I'm like, this is like really weird because they, they look scared and they, they're looking over their shoulders like, is this a good time? And they're like, hey, do you uh, you got you got a political comedy show, right? Do you, is, is that you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. Guy, I saw that the other night. I loved it. Oh, man, you got to keep doing that. I, I got to see more of those. And they, they're, they're looking around like the cops are going to roll in and arrest them. <laughs> well, and I'm like, so I'm flattered. I'm incredibly flattered. And it's, it's great that we now have a toehold on the East Coast. You oh, know? absolutely. However, that is the level of the problem. They're like scared little puppies. Like I, they're afraid to say, oh, we're doing. But with the flip side, with the loftusparty.com, all this stuff is pimping life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There is like, uh, it's not hate. It's not. It's unbelievable to me. Like the 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 shift is is so far to the left, and people don't even realize it. If you are left, if you are a liberal, you are compassionate and com- and and good and giving and generous. And if you are on the right, how do we get this person off the air? Well, and and and. The funny part is, is the left isn't really most of those things at all. That's just how they have marketed them themselves. I think that the right has terrible marketing. Um, and part and of they what eat I their love. Own. They can't wait to eat their own. And this goes, this go, this is a message that goes out to all the haters out there. I retweeted an Ann Coulter thing. Ann Coulter had a very, she had a very like anti-Planned Parenthood, blah, 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 blah. It was kind of snarky and funny. I retweeted it and someone on our Twitter timeline is like, hey, can you stop retweeting Ann Coulter? I'm going to unfollow you. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, that's cool. You can do that. But don't you understand, you small-minded <laughs> lunatics? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. 
Well, and I think we do we do a a job of kind of maybe ostracizing some people on the right, but I mean the left is no better. They they kill their own for making doing stupid things like going to. No, a, they don't. No, they don't. Look at Donna Brazil. Oh like, well, cold ugh. busted. Like cold. I swear. I oh I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it again. How it's just incredibly I, like. It's so clear to me mm-hmm. that, like, people will, oh, let's get Ann Coulter, who uh, I, I find to be a genuinely funny person, a genuinely, I like hanging out with her. She's a friend of the show. Like, do we agree on everything? No. Is she invited to the barbecue? Yes. She's a fun, funny, interesting person. And, and like, people are so eager to throw her under the bus. However, you literally have Donna Brazil. Mm-hmm. Talk about, and this is not some Russian smoke and mirror thing. Donna Brazil tried to cheat. She and literally she admitted it. She admitted it. Finally, yeah. finally, and helping then Hillary Clinton back. cheat to get the highest office in the land, and everybody's like, "Okay, well, she won't do that again." Hey, Donna, would you give a speech on Thursday? Like there are, like, let's instead of getting mad at Ann Coulter, let's focus our energies on Donna Brazil. Let's like, like never stop mocking her and her crazy old James Brown hair. Oh my God! Well, and the new, the new dude, uh, Tom Perez, there he is no better. Oh my! Oh my God! Gosh. He asked everybody to resign. Yeah, can you imagine if the new head of the RNC did that? Oh my God! Yes, that was great. That That's was great. awesome. But hey, guys, when you lose a thousand seats nationally and you have no bench, you kind of need to resign. <laughs> you haven't done anything. I don't I think- blame him. <laughs> they might have they might have lost their way. They are they totally are so lost their way. far away from what they ever started as, uh, you know, John Kennedy probably couldn't get a gig uh in the Democratic Party right now. No, no, it's it's actually insane and uh you know, speaking of, of Bill Maher, he had a segment on his show the other night. Hillary Clinton go home. Hillary Clinton stay in the woods. Your commentary is no longer needed. You had a shot. You lost twice. Now let somebody else get some sunlight. And then the question becomes, who is somebody else? Who is that person? Yeah. And even the Democrats don't know. They don't. Well, because it's an indefensible position. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to uh, come up with somebody. They'll find somebody. Bill Maher will go out there and, and look and try to raise somebody up. Sarah Silverman, who now has a show on Hulu, she'll go out there and try to raise somebody up. Trevor Noah, who has a show on Comedy Central, he'll go out there and try to raise somebody up. Samantha B, who's on TBS, she'll go out there and uh, try to raise somebody up. Throwing Shade, which is a show on like uh, uh, TV land, they'll try to go out there and, and raise somebody up. Stephen Colbert on CBS, he'll go out there and try to raise somebody up. And then if uh, if you're to the to the right of those people, you got one shot, and that's the flip side. Yep. Uh, and I'm, I, I, it's unbelievable to me that that people don't realize the enormity of the problem, and they're fine with it. They're fine with it. Well, and it's almost like they like going on these other shows and fighting with people, and I just I. That's not positive. You know, well, this person this person destroyed that person. Look at Tucker Carlson, you know, just obliterate this person. It's like it's like discussion has turned into the WWE all over the place. We use the language of like professional wrestling to talk about what should be discussion. I love the Tucker Carlson show. And yeah, we you were exactly right. They always got watch this guy get slammed by. Watch this dude get scorched by. It is all very WWE. Mm-hmm. However, uh, and um, I, I go on Fox News now. I'm on uh, Red Eye with Tom Shalou. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy doing it. And that here is the problem. Fox News doesn't exist to the rest of the country. Like if, if a kid if a kid wakes up in the, in the middle of the night, turns on the TV and accidentally finds he's on Fox News, he's going to turn it because mm-hmm. it's, it's viewed as, as propaganda. So that's just the, the reality of the, the propaganda machine. We need to be extent, on in, but... in, in different outlets, in different outlets. Mm-hmm. And that's where I keep like I've been very I, I got to get more and more vocal about like find the show, DVR the show, tell your friends about the show. I'm uh, we have an advertising budget of, let's see, zero. Like, <laughs> so 
I'm literally re- relying on people, and, and it's great. Like, wonderful things are happening. Like, these guys are coming up to me. Uh, hey, I saw the show on Hamptons Channel, blah, 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 blah. So that's good. We got, we got a little toehold. It's We got we to gotta go. We got to move faster. We got to grow and now it. Like, oh, we got to boycott uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. We got to boycott, uh, you know, the new Star Wars movie. And we got to boycott this. We got to boycott that. Listen, if the next boycott that someone on the right calls for, like, we got to, we have to do it. We have to do it. We have to, we have, the left is very good at circling their wagons. And that's what I was talking about with the whole Donna Brazil thing. Mm -hmm. They'll just deny, 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 deny. Okay. Yes, I did cheat. Okay. Well, deny, deny, deny. And then everything just life goes on as normal. And people are terrified of the left boycotting. You have people who have like uh, quit their jobs to just full time run a boycott machine against Donald Trump. I'm not asking anybody to quit their jobs, but w- w- it's one of these boycotts has to be taken seriously. But I want them to boycott and I'm not st- something. I'm not, start- I'm not starting with Bed Bath & Beyond either. No, <laughs> no. You need to, like, boycott NBC. <laughs> boycott yeah. Disney. Okay? You need to boycott something big and really just cut it out of your life for good. Because if you looked what happened at MSNBC... Their far leftist commentators dragged their ratings down into a hole. And it got to a point that MSNBC couldn't hide that anymore. Even though they get primo advertisers, even though whatever, they could not hide that their ratings are literally in the toilet and have been for some time. But they're not. They're not. Oh, yes, they are. No, they're not. Look Look at Rachel Maddow's numbers. Oh, no, her numbers, they do have a couple of selected hosts that do do well. Yeah, that's all you need. You said do-do. That's all you need. I need to fix it's that. Called, that's your tentpole show. It's your Rachel, Match- Rachel Maddow doing well, and that helps the show after it. Like, they're going to have to get rid of uh, Lawrence. I'm Lawrence O'Donnell, the most – he's just not charismatic. There's no – listen, they gave it a shot. And actually, Lawrence O'Donnell, his ratings are, are up. Well, and I, I so, they got to get rid of uh, Sharpton, too. That's just a train wreck. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, Al Sharpton got – when Saturday Night Live is making fun of your, your ability to or, – or lack of ability to, to read a teleprompter, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's time to it's, go. It's really bad. But here, here it is, and this is going to be the great conspiracy segment of the show. Uh, the nation and, – and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, is slowly but surely being brainwashed, mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of time. It's like that, uh, like that Fabian Society thing that yep. you 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 turned me on to. I did some research on the Fabian Society, and it's a very real thing. And their focus is to systematically and and just never stop, slowly but surely, turn democracies democracies in into a more uh, socialist society. That's what they're there to do. No, and they definitely. haven't stopped. And that is what is going on with uh, public television. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's I don't think I don't think there's a group of people who sit around and go, yes, now we'll make Kermit the Frog say this. I don't think it's that nefarious. However, uh, people who are on the left feel very good about themselves. I'm a giving, kind, caring, generous soul. So I'm going to make a show that's about good, kind, generous people who share, 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 and sharing is good. And like socialism is like the byproduct of that. It is a tidal wave. It is a tidal wave of uh, sharing is caring and the Care Bears and Sesame Street. And so then you have a whole – you have generations of children who grow up like that. And then they when they become young adults, they, they're like, oh, I'm going to be smart. And I'm going to watch Trevor Noah or I'm going to watch Sarah Silverman or I'm going to watch Samantha Bee or I'm going to watch Throwing Shade or I'm going to watch Stephen Colbert or I'm going to watch Bill Maher. And that they think they're seeing the whole spectrum. Right. And, and they're that not. Is what's, and they're not. And that's what's terrifying. And then, well, hey, did you did you see Tucker Carlson on Fox News? Well, that's propaganda. Then he's the weirdo. And, and I tell you. Uh, I'm, I'm like a, a little stick in the ocean <laughs> and I'm trying, I'm trying to find other sticks and they're like, why are you retweeting Ann Coulter? God, some of you people are just tools. Okay. I'll start retweeting Lawrence O'Donnell. Would that be better? <laughs> I mean, you know, is he remotely on the side? 
No, he's you, not you, remotely you'd, you'd on the a, side. You'd make a great, you'd make a great point if, if Lawrence was remotely on our side. And, and that's if what Lawrence I'm saying. If, if, if Lawrence O'Donnell did do something mm-hmm. that supported uh, what, what we believe in, absolutely mm-hmm. retweet him. Well, and that's why every once in a while on, you know, ha- things having to do with radical Islam and that type of policy, Bill Maher gets some play on the right because he agrees with us there for the most part. But yes. I certainly, there, there there are very few people to include people in my family that I agree 100% with, and I love them. But even if it's somebody on the right that I don't traditionally maybe follow or, um, you know, have a great affinity for, and they say something funny and on, on point, I'm probably still going to give that some gives that some highlight through a retweet, through a comment, through something. And, you know, it. you're right in that we probably need to knock it off. Well, I said this actually during the, the primary election in 2016. I said, you guys have to knock off the purity tests. Like, you have to knock off the purity tests. The left doesn't do this. Yes, we should still be principled. But if one person disagrees with you three degrees on immigration rather than just thinking we should have open borders, you really need to give that a rest. You really need to, and you need to hear the rest of what they have to say. And it's like the right hears one thing, one thing, and then they go, nope, never again. Nope. Can't do it. Can't Can't do do it. it. Can't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He made some comments about uh, the government should, should be supplying free suppositories for its citizens, and that, that I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I can't support I'm out. the guy. Can't support the guy. You, the, <laughs> the one thing he says that you can't support. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I, and, we're going to be okay. Tiring. But, I mean, then— We're going to be okay. No, we're going to be fine. I mean— we're gonna be I fine. don't believe that. I don't believe that, I'm but gonna, I'll say it. I'm going to keep saying it until it is true. Now, yeah, spoken like a, a true liberal. I'll just keep saying it. If I believe hard enough, it's like they're watching Peter Pan hey. and they're trying to bring Tinkerbell back to life. Like, stop making giant life decisions on emotions rather than facts. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mike Pence. Well, let's give some time to Mike Pence. I like this Mike poor, Pence. They tried, to, they tried to drag this poor soul down. And I'm like, the internet's blowing up. And I'm like, what did this guy do now? What did he finally like hook up a gay person to a machine and shock him? Oh my God. (laughs) That's right. You think it's like that? Right, right. Yeah. And what was his crime there? uh, Liberty Gypsy. His crime was, as far as I can tell, about 12 years ago, he gave an interview where he said that he put some personal boundaries between his work life and his married life to to include he does not go out for um, meals one-on-one with with female staffers and and females in general and he would invite his wife and that he does not go to functions where alcohol is involved without his wife as his date now somehow this turned into even with some trump haters on the right he's a misogynist he was not giving his female staffers the appropriate you know career act opportunities i mean it was insane this personal choice that this man has made in his marriage is nobody's business but his own. And what I never heard during this whole kerfuffle is a single Pence staffer coming up and say, yes, as a woman in his organization, I was treated unfairly. Yeah. Like this still went on for days as it was a huge symbol of misogyny and, and you know, uh, you know, crimes against women and we fought so hard to be taken seriously on Capitol Hill, and this one man 12 years ago undid it all. Again, 12 years ago. That was the hysterical part to me. You dug how far after he gave the tie-breaking vote on this Planned Parenthood legislation to find this piece of crap? Serious well, piece of crap. <laughs> you know? It sounds to me, and just as a comedian, I'm supposed to look for the weird, the odd, the, you know, the the flip side of it, if you will. But, like, the weird thing to me, and I'm, I'm all about, hey, if you want to have dinner with your wife and only your wife, that's fantastic. And if you don't want to go where alcohol is being served with anyone but your wife, that's fantastic. But my knee-jerk reaction is, here's a guy who's like, if the joke is like, boy, if I'm not with my wife and there's booze, there's going to be like some he's so that's the funny part that's where the joke would go the guy wants to hang out with his wife there's no there's no crime there that's not that's not going to stick what did that get like a day two days play 
Oh, it got, I think it got about two and a half days play and it, it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And again, it wasn't so much that they were slamming his preference to spend time with his wife. They turned it into this whole, you know, discrimination thing that never even happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's well, like, stop, 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 stop. 12 stop, years stop. ago, 12 years ago, he gave an interview where he said, already I'm out. I'm like tuning out. 12 years ago, he said, yep. click next. Here's something that I think is uh, won't get a lot of airplay, but is worth uh, discussing. Uh, Cheryl Atkinson, our friend who used to be over at CBS and who now has her own show. Uh, boy, I wish I knew the name of it. Um, it is Full Measure News. Full Measure with Cheryl Atkinson. They're on the Sinclair, independently syndicated, like most of the, the good shows nowadays. She's like, uh, yes, the the NSA, the CIA, uh, these other agencies that have – they look into computer hacking. They can definitely, faux show, 100 percent, make a hack look like it was from a foreign entity. It's not that hard. They can look in your computer. They go, oh, yeah, this this is the, the trademark of uh, the Chinese. You got hacked by the Chinese. Oh, this – oh, looks like uh, the uh, Ethiopians got in here and – that's the Nigerian terrifying. prince. No, yeah. but the way I took it when you originally talked about it, because I usually watch Cheryl um, Sunday afternoons. Um, I'll start watching her in the morning. But uh, the way I took it was if they did the hack, they could make it look like someone else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. I, I want so to they, make they, sure. They, I, mm -hmm. they, they, yeah. I'm glad you made that abundantly clear. But they'll open up they'll open up your computer and they go, oh, see this right here? This uh, – that's what the uh, the Swiss do. You got hacked by the Swiss when they had you done it the whole time. You got hacked by the Swiss. You got hacked by the Swiss, and that's that's completely scary. Right. So, if you uh, got hacked by the Swiss, that would actually be terrifying. I tell you what, you get hacked by the Swiss. They go in and they change all your settings on Minecraft, and then you can't do anything in creative mode, and you get uh, upset. Right. That's the big. That's the big Swiss export. That's like the big. Uh, that's uh, people look at Switzerland and they go, look at those guys. They're they're doing it great. Look at uh, those cats and their big export is Minecraft. Although they crushed it with Minecraft, I can spend a lot of hours playing Minecraft. Well, I I know I've bought a lot of the cards that you have to put into Minecraft to get more stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, uh, there's a lot of Minecraft going on in this house too. Of course, now we're all into multiplayer games with our buddies. So and. And you gave a great Christmas recommendation, a couple of them for games, because I know nothing about them. So what's the what's happy. the home run game? Um, Destiny. One, no, the one with the robot guy that you. Oh, you Titanfall it. Two. Titanfall Two, yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Actually, I bought both Titanfall and Titanfall Two, so they were both. They nice. Were, yeah. That's a happy, happy kid. That's what I'm looking forward to. I want to play some video games uh, during this little break that I have. I have I real my break, which should be months, is quickly turning into it's gonna be like four days. And even really? in those four days, yeah, it's everything is going. Everything is going, 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 going. I'm a I'm a busy little beaver. And there's so many things that I that I wanna do uh and that I wanna talk about. I need I need clock management. That's clock what management. I need. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, your phone could help you with that. My phone knows where I am. Exactly. Your phone Traffic knows what you need to light. do. Yeah, no, no doubt. Okay, so here's the big uh, addition. I want to give some real time to this before things get too uh, short. We started, uh, finally, we started doing like a little, uh, uh, like a sex blog, a relationship blog, a, uh, I, I'm hesitant to say kink, but I hope it does turn into kink at some point. Uh, you know, it can always go there, but the loftusparty.com, there's, uh, there's political stuff, there's gaming stuff, there's movie stuff, and now there's some, uh, sexual activity stuff. There was a couple of articles in Cosmo that our, our writer had a lot of fun with, and they were, it was all over Facebook, and it was hilarious. Uh, so I just want to give a little shout out to that. That's fantastic. The whole, the whole – this person in Cosmo, and I, I really – we have to find this out. I, I, I want it to be – because remember a few weeks ago there was the whole rusty trombone uh, fiasco right. where here's here's the tips for ladies. When, when you're doing this, 
And then a couple weeks later, there's an article about don't have sex in the shower. And to me, the joke is like, hey, if if, if you're going to do the, <laughs> I know. the rusty trombone, I think the shower is probably like the thing you do right before. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, I mean, it's that's a prerequisite. Like, hey, we're <laughs> and then I'm not going to send somebody to the shower. I'm going to shower with you and we're going to make it very, very clear that you are Colleen from head to toe. <laughs> oh, my God. Which was a huge issue in the Rusty Trombone article they did publish. Cleanliness yes. was next to godliness. So this woman is saying now, like, sex in the shower is a big no-no. Yeah. Well, in no, Cosmo. it's not. I found that it's hilarious. Not, it's not even a big no-no. It's more like, why would you want to do that? That's your alone time, and you could get hurt. I mean, it was like it was like talking to your grandmother. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like. Little imagination here, little imagination. Maybe take a yoga class, maybe get a little more flexible. How about you lose 10 pounds? You can make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just insane. I don't meditate in the shower, but maybe that's a big deal for some if, people. If you meditate in the shower in Southern California, that's a, that's punishable by death. Is because it? Because you're wasting you so much water. <laughs> you're wasting so much water. So alone time in the shower in California is completely out of the, out of the deal. But yeah, no, I'm just reading this article. I'm like, who writes this? And so then I go, look, it's actually the sex and relationship editor for Cosmo. So then I clicked on her stuff to go to her Tumblr blog and I started scrolling it. And I only got like two pages in before I figured out she was the most bitter, awful person I'd ever seen in my life. Like this wow. woman has never been happy. Like yeah. in a relationship or with that kind of stuff. And now she's like consulting the masses. And I'm like, did you not like vet this woman before you hired her for this job? Because last I checked, last I checked, sex is supposed to be fun. And you're giving me a downer. <laughs> well, I mean, there's pitfalls to everything. Right. I, I just find it very odd that it's just, it's like the, I, I really want it to be the same woman who said it's okay to do the rusty trombone with sex in the shower. That's just perfect. That's just perfect. <laughs> If she's pro rusty trombone but anti sex in the shower, that's just perfect. Here's the thing with sh with sex in the shower from and this is just from my personal experience. Sex in the shower is like um uh the the massage, right? Like sex in the shower, you got to make that move cuz you get cold. Like you, most people just have the one shower head. So someone is the beneficiary of the hot water and the soap and the slidey and the bang, bang, knocking the boots while the other person is like, it's getting cold over here. And then you got to make, you got to make that move and you got to make yeah. it feel like it's, it's part of the act. Like, Hey, let's just kind of turn sideways for a little bit so we can both get some hot water. It's like the massage. Like you never want to go, uh, last in the massage because right. you're going to get like, <laughs> cause your partner always gives you this like, Great massage, like, hey, now we should get freaky deaky. And then the person's like, hey, 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 look, my shoulders. We got to work the shoulders. And I got some stiffness in my arm. That's my big problem with sex in the shower is sharing the hot water. There, I said it. I have a bigger shower head. Oh, my gosh. I have been in <laughs> Vegas before. The one that comes from the ceiling? The one that comes from the ceiling. Yep. And I think it's at the Venetian mm -hmm. where you've got like six shower heads. It's like a car wash. You've got two blasting you from the front, two hitting you in the back, and then the one uh, from the top, it's fantastic. It's like you're in a really, really good rainforest. And that's in Vegas. There's not a lot of water in Vegas. I know, but you would have you, you would be given the death penalty installing that shower in California. Yes, yes. And the other thing you need is you need that handicap room. You need that handicap room because they got the, the little handles in the shower. Those are that's, those are going to come into great. play. That's great. <laughs> that's awesome. It is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's yep. Fun. You're making your hotel reservation on on uh, what is it? What is it? I can't remember the one with William Shatner. And you request you request the handicap room just for that reason. That's awesome. Absolutely. And then some <laughs> some <laughs> the handicap room is great. The handicap room is great. I'll pay the upcharge. I'll pay the upcharge to get those bars. I will. <laughs> I will do you a favor. 
Um, I'm thinking about turning the show into a uh, Roku channel. I don't think I don't think that's that has to be exclusive. I just think that could be another outlet for the flip side. Just oh, another totally. place for us to land. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. We're gonna. I am all that. in. Let's do that. Let's you know, do that other, immediately, we, and start showing old episodes. And uh, so it'll be YouTube America. It'll be Family Entertainment Television. It'll be Roku, and it'll be independent channels across this nation. I'm not stopping. And DVR, folks, the flip side with Michael Loftus. Schedule it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not hard. It it really isn't. Mm-mm. Like, that will take you 30 seconds, tops. Tops. 30 seconds to make a huge difference. Huge. And then all the and then all of a sudden advertisers will be advertisers are like, whoa. This guy's numbers, the show, this this the numbers are 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 way up on this thing, and then boom, money makes the world go round. Money makes the world go round. So okay, um, I'm looking at stories that maybe we for oh my gosh, it's another sex one, but the super orgasm is a thing. Uh, I'm jealous. Maybe I'll turn that into into Michaeltopia. I will. I'm gonna turn that into a Michaeltopia. That's good because we've got about thirty seconds before we should go into Michaeltopia. Really? Yes. Okay, so then here it is. Uh, in 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 Michaeltopia, it works a little different. In the real world, there's crazy rules and laws that you have to live by, and you don't agree with a lot of them. In Michaeltopia, there's a different set of rules and a different set of laws. We live by those. Everything's wonderful. Here's mine. I'm just starting off. In Michaeltopia, if women are capable of a thing called a super orgasm, which is hundreds of orgasms all lined up, biggity, baggity, biggity, baggity, boom. Uh, I can have that too. This is unfair. <laughs> oh. they've proven, they've, it's been like this thing of myth and legend. And in, in England or in Europe, they've proven that it's true and women are capable of it. And I'm, I feel ripped off. You feel ripped off. I, Michael, I'm sorry. If that happened to most men, they'd just die. It would kill them. Well, it would be a different kind of thing. It's evidently like yoga people can do it. Uh-huh. Um, people who meditate are capable of it. There's a certain commonality uh, that you have to – it's like this relaxed brain thing. Like if you try, if you're like, oh, come on, hundred super – it's never going to happen. Right. You just have to – but man, oh, man. So, so would you take a yoga class to get that? I have signed up already. <laughs> It starts tomorrow. Oh. The reason I don't want to do yoga, like literally, like from everyone I know who's done yoga, it's just, it's all the farting. I guess it's just a hot farty mess. And I am not down with that. I don't. I did not know that about yoga. I actually did yoga for three years and that was never a problem. But okay. You weren't doing real yoga then. Oh, Everyone, you're the first yoga person I've ever heard that like, like the farting wasn't a problem. I am, I'm, no thank you. I don't know what would make that happen. Oh, stretching your body all the way around? Moving your guts? Oh, okay. I'll take your word for Things it. Things bubble to the surface? <laughs> okay. God. Your Michaeltopia is? In Michaeltopia, there is no such thing as a strawberry nut M&M. None. I am really tired of the M&M Corporation. What you brought this? You brought this up. This is a real thing. Why haven't I seen these in stores? You know, I go to the I go to the Quick Trip. You know, our local little convenience store on a pretty regular basis, and I always like just scope the aisle because the candy's right next to the cash register. So if you're in a line, you're just like scanning because you need something to look at other than the back person's head in front of you. And yeah. I saw this thing, and it was kind of like when I saw the Reese's peanut butter cups that had the Reese's pieces in the middle. That's okay. That is an okay iteration. Strawberry nut M&M, what in God's name is that? So I pick up the thing, and I look at it. I'm like, this can't be good. I put it on the cash register. I bought it. I ate one. It was horrible. It tasted like perfume. I'm like, you know, maybe uh. I maybe I didn't give it a chance. So I did the second one. No, still terrible. Threw the whole bag in the trash. M&M, stop. Just stop. Do peanut. Do plain. I'm even okay with the coconut because it's kind of like an Almond Joy. Coconut? Yes. What are they doing? Well, they had a, a special run of coconut. It literally tasted like a Mounds bar. Oh, gross. Oh, I love a Mounds bar. But that's completely All right. Different. Okay, so this explains a lot. Does it? This explains a lot. You're one of those people. 
Oh, and Almond Joy is the best candy bar in the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So disgusting. So disgusting. Sorry. That crazy, oh, it's just like putting sawdust in chocolate. It's so, it's like somebody <laughs> took a perfectly good chocolate bar, kicked it around a, a lumber yard, dipped it in more chocolate, and said enjoy. Like coconut is waxy, nasty. It's like it's like someone put plastic shavings in your food. I'm a big fan. So, sorry, but I don't eat frosting. Yeah, you yeah. like yeah. Okay, now here's the thing. You are the weirdo. You are the weirdo. I am the weirdo. Pro coconut, pro coconut, anti frosting, anti gravy. Mm-hmm. But you're coconut. All right. Whoo. Well, almost... and they, they also just came out with the Peeps Oreos, which are also an abomination that should never ever happen. Peeps well, are bad enough. Peeps are bad enough to stick that gooey nasty thing between two cookies. Just no. No, no, Peeps is Peeps is just like a political uh, badge of honor now. Yeah. I, and I find this like there's pro peep people who are like, I love them. I doubt that. No. I doubt it very seriously. You just no. want the attention that comes with saying, oh, I love them. Yeah, no. Like I have never, I have never seen anybody just sit down with a big thing of peeps and just like, I'm going to town and they finish them all. Like somebody like oh somebody be like oh I love Peeps and they'll eat one and go mmm I'm full I guess I can't eat anymore. You need to meet my brother. What's wrong with you people? Like <laughs> what happened to you in your little gypsy camp when you were children? You my were brother. fed on like what pimp pimps and coconut. My, pimps and coconut. What? Oh uh, my brother. And coconut. My brother used to sit. It used my. We always had peeps in the basket. So my brother took all the peeps, and I took all the coconut nests with the jelly beans in them. Your parents are not good people. <laughs> They're not. I still buy my brother peeps just for that reason. Because when when Easter, when you saw your basket that there was like coconut candy in there, mm-hmm. is like all right, you're you're not allowed to reproduce. And that there's <laughs> that many peeps, you're not allowed to drive a car. Like, okay. you're going to live on a compound now. That's probably why the and Liberty— we did. <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's where we came. Oh, yes. my gosh. It's so it's so odd. I tried an M&M cherry. That's the only weird one that I've seen. And that was just uh, horrifying. It tastes like perfume, Horrible. doesn't it? Well, it tastes, it like, tastes like fake smells. cherry. Fake yeah, cherry is horrible. These people, like I, I once did a, a show. I did stand up for the for for Frito Lay, and it's the people who make uh, it's the Doritos division. They can make Doritos taste like anything. They can, they literally can. They can make them taste like anything. I think a million years ago, somebody thought they cracked the code for cherry. They like, ooh, taste this. It tastes like cherry. Well, it's like it's close to cherry, but it's nasty. Like. A real cherry is delicious. Right. I love a real cherry. Cherry flavored is Awful. a completely different animal. Same and is not strawberry same flavored. What? Same with watermelon flavored. They just they don't get the fruits right at all. At all. At all. At all. I, seriously, chocolate covered strawberry, fantastic. Strawberry ice cream, pass. If I have to pick between chocolate vanilla and strawberry. I'm never picking strawberry ice cream. No, unless it's made with real strawberries. And I think that's nasty because you you run across this hunk of snot in your ice cream. <laughs> you're like, what the heck is this? And it's just the texture's wrong, and it's like a giant loogie. It's the worst. It's so gross and so disgusting. <laughs> I would rather just eat a strawberry. Yeah, and a chocolate-covered strawberry is a completely awesome form of heaven. It is wonderful. But when- However— Let's not go with the giant strawberry. It jacks up the ratio. You need a ratio of strawberry, I'm going to call it meat, strawberry meat to chocolate shell, right? And and there's nothing worse than when you have this giant, you got some weird genetically modified strawberry uh, as big as your fist covered in a little tiny sheen of of chocolate uh, shell, and then you bite into it and the shell all goes everywhere. No, that's a fail. Stop. You got to you got to do it right. It's all about the ratio. There's a new candy coming out. I know and I know we're 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 going long and I don't give a damn. It's an Oreo cream egg. Yuck. Right? It's a, it's a Yuck. chocolate egg. Yuck. And it's it's Yuck. full of like you don't even know what's in it. Yes, I do. 
What's in it? Is it that Cadbury thing? No, you said you knew. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Cadbury cream eggs. Those are the nastiest things in the world. I have to admit, I've never had one. I'm no. I'm with you. The idea of it kind of like, what? Ew, what's in there? No thanks. You know what who, else you got? I'll have a Hershey kiss. <laughs> you know who loves those, don't you? The Cadbury, Cadbury eggs. cream eggs? Uh, Piers Morgan. I don't know. My Your brother. dad. No, Your my brother. brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, the Oreo cream egg is filled with like the white center of an Oreo and Oreo cookies. Ugh. I tried one. It's just way too much. Not enough Not enough chocolate, too much Oreo filling. We've had a great show. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so much to talk about. DVR the flip side. Tell people about the flip side. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Like the Facebook page. Share that stuff with your friends. Tell people about the podcast. Go to iTunes. Leave a review. Uh, there's now homework involved. I apologize, America, and all the ships at sea. And hey, and if you're in the, the service and you're listening to this overseas, God bless you. We're trying to have fun. We're going to keep the home fires burning. You're kicking ass over there, and, and we love you for it. So that is this week's Loftus Party. We'll see you next time, yes? Yes, we will. All right, sounds good. Ta-ta.